Yeah, baby. We're starting the podcast right now. We're back. You know what, dude? Live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. I started the social media podcast. <laughs> the fact. The YKWD podcast. YKWD's back again. Old school, back in the day, where it all started. Before them all. YKWD. This podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up. You're ruining this. Where's the bandana, man? Sorry. It's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. Original. What's up, everybody? It's back. Me, Robert Kelly. You know what, dude? <laughs> That's right. I'm very excited about this episode. We're back in the studio. First off, I want to thank uh, Seth at Last X Witness, who actually hooked all these lights up, made us go from fucking zero to hero with the help of Adorama, uh, the only place to go for anything uh, electronic in Manhattan. Uh, Adorama, my favorite store. You guys made this place look uh, amazing. So I want to thank those guys. And I also want to thank all the Patreon listeners, uh, patreon.com slash Robert Kelly. I want to thank all you guys. We want to read the names at the end. We're going to do uh, all the new uh, people that signed up this month. Welcome all the people that have been uh, a part of it uh, for, uh, I mean, Jesus, three years now. Thank you for being a member. I'm excited tonight. Uh, Gabby's not here. Boo-hoo for all you guys, you creeps who just tune in to look at a hay-haired, thin six-and-a-half from Jersey. <laughs> uh, but uh, I do have one of my close friends, one of my favorite people, and one of the funniest guys walking. Thank you. Jim Norton. What's up, buddy? I'm, I'm a little tired tonight. I thought uh, I was under the weather. Um, I had to go this morning. I went for a COVID test. I thought I might have COVID, but I don't. I'm fine. I, just been, I think I ate something bad. I had RX bars that I found. They were sitting in the back of, I had a box of RX bars Ugh. and they were sitting in my drawer for like a year and I fucking put them in the fridge and I ate a few over the last couple of days and I think I've been, I've been like pissing out of my asshole. So what? I think that's what it is. Why would you eat fucking anything that was in your house? Like for a that? year? Yeah, I know. It was, I just thought I was hungry. Yeah, but you, you're a fucking gazillionaire. Order something. No, I would. I do order food. I just, I just, I was like, ah, oh, that's probably fine, but I should not do I'm going to If you're, if you're in the woods in New Hampshire with no electricity, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. You have nine bodegas down the street from I your know, house. I know. You have 55 people from 90 different countries that will jump on an e-bike to deliver you whatever the I fuck know. you want. It was a bad move. A bad move, dude. I was really thought that I had, uh. So I went out this morning, got a test, and uh, I just feel run down. But I feel better now. I'm not sick at the moment at all. I just feel like beaten up a little bit. Doesn't that suck that every time something happens now, you're like, oh, I'm fine. I got COVID. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you're paranoid. You're paranoid. And you can't, but here's the thing. You can't even cough in public without, hey, I'm good. Yeah. I feel like I sneezed uh, in the CVS the other day, and everybody turned to me like, there he is. Like, this fat fuck's got it. Yeah, I, I feel bad for em people with emphysema who are always hacking and coughing. <laughs> yeah. What a shit time to have that disease. Yeah, I know. Like Mush, Mush, the, our producer, he always sounds like he's dying of COVID. He's just, are you all right? I'm okay. This is my stuff. Yeah. Ugh. I, I really don't like people who, no, no offense, Mush, I love you. But there, there's people that I know that have like that sinusy thing. Yeah. I'm always. One of them, Wait, sinuses. Just no, you're not one of them. You have sinuses, but you don't, you got yours fixed. They always sound like their nose is stuffed. Oh, yeah, kind of like that, like Craig yeah. Schickel. 
I fucking like hate Craig it. Craig Schinkel. Whoever the, I don't want to know who that is. You don't know who Craig Schinkel I don't want to know who Come on. I don't want to know who that is. Yeah. I don't need another oh, fucking yeah. person in my yeah, life. He's not, not popular like, at all. Listen, you're not popular. <laughs> I know I'm not, but Craig is less popular. <laughs> I, can I can I talk to you about he this? I hate it. Always like, hey, I got, you want to pull a prank? What? No, what? Yeah, but you know that, that, that voice, that yes. clog voice, that, yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, like he never has used a navage yeah, yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hate that. I hate yeah. sinusy. Yeah, I understand. Go blow your nose or get them fixed or stop yeah. talking. Yeah, clean them out with a gun. It, ma- <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel like I, like I can't breathe. Yeah. When I'm, I'm talking to somebody like that. Yes. Ugh. No, because, uh, yeah, that, that. Can I ask you a question? Sure. What I, I really want to get to the bottom of this. Sure. As Jim Norton. Yeah. My friend. For 30 years. Yeah. We've known each other for 30 About 30 years. years. That's a that's that's more than half my life. Yeah. I've known you from ha- more than half my life. I want to get to the root of these characters. Like if we can talk about, and I don't want to talk about him in a fuck you way, a fuck sure, you character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm serious. I don't like. I don't understand like where they came from. I remember when you first started doing them. I remember just walking to get coffee, and you would Jimmy without a lid or some shit. Well, there was Liddy. No, there was a guy. You were like, oh, I don't like lids. Oh, you I never. Forgot that. I don't you never had a lid for your hot coffee from Starbucks, which was scary to walk with you. And you would do this character coming back to the house when we lived. Well, I don't know. Most people don't know this, that we lived together for. Yeah. Same six, building. Six years. Yeah, not yeah. together. It wasn't your little boy toy. Yeah. Which I was. I would have had more <laughs> fun and made more money. Fucking, I would have to fucking pay for Dawn shit. She never touches my Pekka. At least you'd touch my Pekka. Wow. <laughs> Buy me gifts. I touch yours. Um, but you started doing these characters then. I was doing them before that. I was doing them in my personal life way before that. Like, what do you mean by in your personal? With life? girlfriends, they were just the, the the joy of these characters that they annoy my friends and because the, they're in my head, and then they come out and annoy friends, and then they then the public sees them. Like, but how do they get? This is what I want to know. I don't know how they get in your head, and then what is the thing that you say? Okay, let me do them. What is that? What is because you know what I mean? Like, how does it go from in your head to outside, and then? To us, it spills out. Like, you ever see a toilet overflow? Uh, you have. That, that's exactly how it comes out, like an overflowing toilet. Like, uh, it's already in there and it's been buggy. Like, before people hear something, yeah. it's been in my head for months or a year. Um, and I don't even know how it comes out. Like, I used to do years and years ago, like in the early 90s when I was dating this girl, or mid 90s, I would do a character called Roger Davis. I mean, I was on the radio. <laughs> I just did Roger Davis. Um, and that kind of became Chip. And what is Roger Davis? Like what I don't why remember. Roger Davis? He was why like, that name? I don't remember. I truly don't remember. He had a brother, Leonard, who uh was burned all over his body except for below the knees, so he always wore knickers to show off his unburned calves. Like I these we I don't remember much. Uh he had a brother named Stewie, an older brother named Stewie. Oh. Um, and little mouth man became Edgar, Uncle Larry became Uncle Paul. Like I don't remember them much. So so these guys evolved. Yeah, they were always there. They were there for the last twenty five years. So, so Chip was this now. Now everybody always says Chip is a is kind of a combination of all of us, of like Opie, Voss, me, Colin. 
Because if you think of it, Chip does say stuff that we say. Chip, though, but no, Chip is not based on any person. It's like, because Chip says, what's that? And how much, I mean, anytime I'm talking to Voss, it's like, what's that? Oh, fuck. I said, yeah. You know what I mean? No, but with Chip, it was just, he. every time he heard the word Chip, he would say, what's that? It was just right. obnoxious. A Chip, what's that? It, no, but it, it doesn't come from, it's not a reflection of any person. People have asked me if it's Opie, and I've I, I almost like, I think it's funny that people think that, but it's really not. Right. It had nothing to do with him. Like, it's just, it's not the way I thought of it. I didn't even know him when I came up with Roger Davis. But, okay, but when you come up with Roger Davis and you start doing it with girls. Yeah, my girlfriend at the time hated it. Did I know the girlfriend? I must no. have. I didn't. Mm. Oh, you might have met her. You might have met her. Was it in Jersey when you lived in Jersey with Florentine? Before then. It was before when you lived at home? Yeah, yeah, I was still at home. Jesus, when did you live at home? I was uh, until I was thirty. <laughs> oh shit! I was thirty. You lived at your mom's house till you were thirty. Yeah, I thought I used to get the hookers and park in my fucking driveway and put up the uh, the sun guard <laughs> and get blown because it was like a place where no cops would hassle you. I would always take hookers to my my uh, driveway. Your parents? House? Yeah. You were worried about your mom going? Oh, little Jimmy's home. No, not at that hour. They weren't going to peek out the window at fucking one a.m. What if? Oh, thank God your dad didn't sleepwalker. I know, I know. Just wake up and see you getting up, blown. Just getting blown. Yeah. Oh, you never got caught once. No. But I was always, I was so ritual oriented and paranoid, and I, the coast had to be super clear. And again, before we did anything, I would never say anything about money until they were in the car and we were actually talking. Like I was, I was. So you picked up streetwalkers. Oh, for years, yeah. So you would drive around. It was like a ritual. It was like an addiction. Yeah. And this, I mean, this is before internet because, I mean, uh, hookers oh, now don't have to do that. Yeah, this is 1989. 1990. You know, streetwalkers are coming back. I've heard that. I haven't seen any. Yeah, I saw a couple uh, around New York. It was kind of nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, just to see a chick in a shitty outfit with yeah. shoes that don't fit. Yeah. Looking at cars at red lights. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah, I mean, little... think about how dangerous that is. Crazy. I mean, it's fucking nuts. You're picking up a girl that ha is involved in some seedy shit. Drugs. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You have to assume. Was she fucking trying to get a real estate license? I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, there's probably drugs involved. There's probably some drugs on her end. You're picking her up. You're sober at the time. You don't drink, right? You yeah. don't use drugs. But you're- That's probably why I was paranoid, too. I was that? too aware of things that could go wrong. And like it had to be right. And we had to talk for a second first. Um- I stopped with, the, with with getting girls off the street years ago, like a long, long time ago. It just seemed too shitty. And I figured, hey, online, at least if they're coming over, they're just coming to my house and it's a little bit better. Well, I mean, look, it's an industry and it's a, a way to make money. I mean, if, if, if there was hot chicks out there or even mediocre chicks with good paychecks that we're into chubby guys with dead toenails and a fucking yeah. you know, belly button hernia, I'd, I'd jump in. I'd, I'd talk to Dawn and be like, hey, listen, we're going to make a... Make around 500 bucks this weekend, cash. Well, you look at OnlyFans, the amount of money women can make on that is crazy. And you don't have to leave the house. It's probably a very safe, easy, not easy, but safe way to make money uh, from your fucking living room. Because, yeah, back in the day, I mean, what a nerve-wracking thing to drive around a shitty area, see a girl. I mean, it's almost like saying to a girl, hey, when's the baby due? And then she's just fat. Yeah. I mean, what if you... <laughs> If you pull up and it's not a hook, she has a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but you had a, I mean, you had to pull up, and I mean, how do you go about knowing that she's a hooker? Now you just know, like you just know by looking 
I would always drive around. They always had to approach from my passenger side. I was ritualist, ritual oriented, so it was very addictive. But I had to talk to them through the window a little bit, and yeah. make sure there wasn't nothing crazy going on. And then they would get in, and we would talk for a second. Like I would always, I, the best to the best of my knowledge, was trying to make sure it was an okay situation. And did they, and how did you find out that they weren't? Like a cop, or you weren't a cop. You have to um, just talking and driving. They're not going to drive away with you if they're if if you're if they're cops. So you wouldn't negotiate until they're in the car. I was like, I'm just hanging out. Like they're like, what are you doing? What are you doing tonight? What are you looking for? Oh, just someone to talk to. Just drive around. Like stuff that they couldn't bust you for saying. Right. But um, did you ever get busted? No. Never. Nope. Not e one. Ever scared? Yeah, I, I had a cop <clears throat> one time. I had to flag. I, I've told the story on the air. So I had to flag down the police car because when I had glasses, um, I was riding around the meatpacking district, and uh, this one uh, young uh, trans gal um, didn't like the amount of times I was riding around without stopping. So my window was open, and she walked over and snatched my glasses off, and she said, "That's for wasting my time." And dude, I couldn't see two feet in front of me, and I I try to drive, and this <laughs> fucking cops driving by. <laughs> And I fucking high beam the cops and I flashed the cops down. I beat my horn and they pulled over. And I'm like, she took my glasses. So the cop had to walk over to this fucking transsexual and, and ask her for, and she gave the glasses back and, and, and he's a cop, you know, New York cop. He's like, yeah, you know, that's a dude. I'm like, what? No, I had to play dumb. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have my glasses. Oh, I didn't want to know. <laughs> I told you, I remember, you remember the time when I saw you down there. That's right. It was one of saw the boss down there too. One of the greatest nights, I'm driving back with an open mic, I forget who it was, and we're in the meatpacking district because we came out of the Holland Tunnel, and we're heading back uptown, and we're at a light, and there was a bunch of transsexuals coming down, and he said, you think Norton really, really goes with those then, really? And I look over, and you're in your satin next to us. <laughs> yeah. Waving. I remember that. And I went, I go, does that answer your fucking question? I go, Norton. And you just grabbed the wheel, stepped on the, <laughs> you heard the little satin, <laughs> and you sped away. It was, it was so fucking great. Yeah, it was, uh, I remember that too. And I, I do remember seeing Voss down there too. But that's before the Meatpacking District got all fucking, got all fucking rich and celebrity oriented and annoying. Well, the Meatpacking District back in the day was sex. Yeah. It was just sex. They had the, what was the club called? I, I know which one you mean, but I never went to it. What was that called? I don't remember. It was um, gee, it was a sex club. I forget. Yeah. It was like a. I was never big on the clubs or or or, or like massage. Like I've gotten massages in massage parlors, but ninety percent of the time or more, I preferred someone to come to my house. Right. Because I always felt like, well, I know that if they're at my house, at least if they don't want to do something, they won't do it. Like, right. um, I think I was naive about the amount of shitty things that go on, so I it just didn't feel good after a while. Well, another thing too, it it's right now. I mean. You're pretty open with transsexuals, right? I mean, it's yeah. so funny. People still have, does he really do that? It's like, yeah, but nobody really, it's like, a. It, it's not a thing that it was 25 years ago. Right, right, right. I mean, 25 years ago, you went to a, tra a transvestite club, like Edelweiss, yeah. and you're gay. You're just gay. I literally moved where I moved because Edelweiss was around the corner. I thought That's you why I moved into your building. No. It wasn't because of me. No, it's because Edelweiss. <laughs> I only went in there one time, but again, I, I didn't, the vibe was too aggressive. What do you mean? Um, I just, I just wanted to look around and kind of see, I was always kind of weird and shy yeah. and I just walked in and one, the girls were too, it was late. There was only a couple of people there. Yeah. 
I walked into a transsexual strip club in fucking New Orleans. Yeah. And I walked in. It was late. I'll never forget this. Like, short fat girl comes up and links arms with me. And she goes, you want to go in the back, daddy? And I'm like, no, I'm just looking. And she walked me in a half circle right back out the door. Ah, that's the sex. You go to a regular strip club and they're very nice and petite. You go to a transvestite, they can beat you up and fucking just march you out the door like they're the bouncer and the stripper. She marched me right out there. It was so funny. I guess it was late and they were closing and they just, she didn't want some uh, little fucking white gawker. But I was just kind of curious as to this place. I, I was walking by the transvestite club over on um, 7th. Uh, I used to work out. I lost a lot of weight. I lost like 90 pounds one year going to the New York sports club after the cellar and I would just go there, work out for two hours and I lost all this weight. And I was feeling good, but I still wasn't there. And I was, I had a sleeveless shirt and I'm walking by the club and this Puerto Rican transvestite, she kind of leans on, sees me, leans on one hip. And I'm like, here it comes. Here comes my compliment. And as I walk by, she, Oh daddy, you fat. Oh. <laughs> and I just went, I just went by. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Why would she say that? I don't know. I was fat. I was still chubby. And I remember I went home and woke up Dawn. I was like, it's fucking, it's transvestite call me fat. I mean, I've been working hard. Sure. And she was like, are you fucking, it's it's 2.30 in the morning and you're mad that a, a transvestite called you fat? I'm your wife. Yeah. You fucking idiot. She was so mad that I. Sure. Took that and home. It bothered you, yeah. It did bother me. I was just hoping that a sure, of course, a, trans, a transvestite, nice Puerto Rican girl would have gave me a nice little, you know, of hot course. compliment. I mean, what the fuck? She was kind of fat too. I almost said that back, but she probably would have beat the shit out of me. Yeah, it's probably not. She probably had a fucking a box cutter in her purse. <laughs> I don't play games. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, but I feel like now, it's it no, it's it's so common now that nobody cares. You yeah. know, like I remember I used to have Bailey J at my barbecue. And I would, I didn't, I never felt nervous enough. I remember she was sitting next to my, my, my neighbor, Dolores, you know, Irish Catholic. Yeah. Americana. You know what I mean? And they were just chatting it up. I don't think Dolores knew no, she no, had no. a bigger cock than her husband, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, um, I still thought I talked to Bailey recently, actually her and, and Matt. I love uh, them both. Yeah. They're nice people. Yeah. They're great. They're down there in Florida having a great fucking old time. I know. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny, but back to this this character thing. We got sure. sidetracked with trannies like we always do. Yeah, uh, tranny. I can't even say that anymore without getting fucking canceled. Um, it's, it's really, and it's a, it's a shame that that you know every every word that you're not supposed to say, people assume you mean the worst thing possible when you say it. Yeah. A lot of times you don't. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's gotten to the point now where, fuck it, I'm never gonna be able to do anything epic or uh, commercial or corporate. You know it's what I mean? true. You've always been you. I think the people that they tend to get, go after are people who have not been genuine um, or people who are pretending to be one, unless you say something really fucked up and egregious. But in most cases, like if you made a living doing the same type of act for 20 years. Well, that's what I do. Fuck yeah, you I know. But back in the day, I believe in the 90s, 80s, 90s, um, if you look, you could be kind of a piece of shit or be, I mean, rock and roll. Let's put it that way. I mean, every hair band, every rock band, I mean, to get backstage or, you know, you had to do some weird shit. It was about yeah. sex and misogyny and all that shit. And, you know, now you're held to a different standard 
But you can also, they can go, when you get up to the upper echelons of things, look what they just did to the Olympics. Those people, in the, the, the guys working in the Olympics got fired for jokes they made decades ago. Oh, yeah. Can, I'm doing a joke on that. Kentaro Kobayashi is the uh, oh, director. I heard Voss told me that joke. It's so funny. What's the joke? Um, that They fired him because he did, uh, 23 years ago, he did Holocaust jokes. And meanwhile, Germany is allowed to compete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fucking brilliant. That's Thank a great you. joke. Yeah. But it's true. It's But they went back and they fired a guy over a fucking- 23 years ago. Comedy sketches. It's crazy. If he would, if he would have been, if he would have played a Nazi in a movie, a serious Nazi, nobody would have fucked with him. But the fact that he did it comedically, people were mad. Why? Because they're assholes. But who are these people that get to make these decisions? It's a few people that pipe up, and companies panic, and corporations fucking panic. That's all it is. Yeah, but that, but that, the corporations are the ones that are, you know, I mean, the networks are all corporate. Yeah, they're all corporate. So there's no way. I mean, if you get an opportunity to be on something, you're going to have to be stealthy. You can't be famous. for You can't be rock famous anymore. You can't, you can't, even, you can't be Ray Romano famous. You can't be, um, you know, Jerry Seinfeld famous anymore because they will f go back and find something you said unless you're crystal clean cut and have done nothing. Then again, I was not on my way to mainstream fame before cancel culture. So it doesn't matter. I was never going to get there. It was almost like I, I, I kind of peaked when I peaked. I disagree. You were on HBO. Yeah. You were, dude, you were on HBO. You were on Louis' show, which at the time, if that had went, you would have been mainstream. Yeah. You would have been at all the, the fucking red carpet events. You would have been at the Emmys. You would have been, if that show had went like the show Louis went. Yeah. Now just the, the next show that he did, there was no cast. Right. But if he had a regular cast and you were part of that show, if that was the show that went, you would have been right up there. You would have been up there Emmy nominated. You would have been all the carpet. This is making me feel worse. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> this is not helpful. They wouldn't have went back and did anything in that time oh, frame. But if that happens now, which, you know, it could, somebody could want, but they're going to go as soon. This is what they do now. As soon, I went into a room, I think it was for a UFC job. And they were all on their phones. And I was like, what the fuck? I mean, guys, um, could you get off your phones? I was mad. I was like, what are you doing? They're like, we're looking you up on Twitter. We're looking looking at your uh, Twitter account and your Facebook account. They were all trying to see what the fuck I said in the last 20 days. Do you? I, I don't, I haven't tweeted. I've tweeted a couple of times in the pandemic. I'm off Twitter pretty much. I, I just, I hate it. Um, I, I figure instead of complaining about it, I just don't do it. I mean, occasionally I'll send out a gig or whatever. But I hate the fact that they let you see how many likes. Like, I think you should be able to see your own. Yeah. But I just fucking hate it that people retweet it. So-and-so got a lot of likes. It's just such a fucking... We just, oh. we, we're, we're so needy with this shit. It drives me crazy. Yeah, it's like a competition. Yeah. And these people judge you by those stupid things. Yeah. Yeah, it is. A, it is. I don't tweet anymore either. It's a competition I'm not winning. If it was a competition I was winning, I'd probably like it. Well, you were winning at the beginning. Uh, you and Opie and, and Anthony were having uh, who has the most followers. That was fun. It was, but it was never going to be a big. I remember the big race to a million between CNN and Ashton Kutcher. I don't remember. The that. first one to have a million. Will it be Ashton or will it be CNN? Who won Ashton? I don't remember. Has to be Ashton. Don't remember. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking stupid. I hate Twitter. I like Facebook. I know it's old. Uh, and I like Instagram. I like Instagram. 
Facebook can eat my dick. Why don't you like Facebook? I like to talk to my family and friends on it. I never post on Facebook. Never. I always post on Facebook. Do you? I love it. I, I don't. I, I don't watch TV of- in the hotel anymore. As soon as the guy went, I go and I fucking I bring up. Uh, I, I bring up the Facebook videos and I just go from yeah. video to video to video and YouTube. You know what it is? I oh yeah, it was a Kutcher. I don't. Uh, wow, two thousand nine. I, I don't, uh, my act is not right for Facebook. Like, I'm never going to have anything to take. I, you know, my, my fucking videos get 2,000 views on Facebook. I'm like, what am I doing? This stinks. What? That's a lot. It's not. What do you want? A million. A what? I mean, I'm saying, not that I expected, but anything that's impactful, half million, a million views. Yo, find, no one cares. I think find something that they, that will, that will, people will view. No, I can't. Like, my ex-girlfriend told me something one time. Leave? Uh, yes, <laughs> she did. And, uh, hey, you're the worst fuck I ever had, and B, leave. <laughs> Hell of a first date. <laughs> and, uh, we, uh, she goes, hey, you've, she's like, you, you're, you've made a really good living talking about whatever you want. Like, she made me feel better about it. Like, yeah, you didn't get to the level you think you should have went to. Yeah. But you talked about all the stuff you wanted to talk about. There's nothing I wanted to talk about that I haven't. It's so funny to hear you say that you, I mean, because, you know, if I look at you and your career and all the things you've done and the the success you've had, to me, it's like, it's huge. It's huge. I mean, the show you were on, the show you got after that, the comedy things you've done, the the you know and now where you live you know it's just like wow that's fucking holy shit i mean you've made millions yeah like that's i mean you're a you're literally and i don't mean to be offensive you're a little fucking nerdy creep from jersey that made millions telling fucking crazy fucked up jokes dirty offensive jokes yeah i, I mean that is crazy to me that you know what what did you want did you want like did you want louis fame did you think no you- not but it's it's not like it's I look at other guys because when I see other guys who are doing really well, I never feel like I deserve it and they don't because the people like we've surrounded ourselves with are funny. Yeah. It's when you see guys like Bill or Kevin, I never feel like, what the fuck? Because it's like they're really funny people. Like, right. I guess it, it's easy not to feel jealous when you respect the people. And we had, we always hung out with funny guys. So, yeah. um, it's not like I want what they have. Um, I'm okay. I'm lucky where I got to. Like, I feel like I'm, I know, I'm very lucky. Life has been fair to me. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? I don't feel like I've been shortchanged. The business has been fair to me. I didn't always get what I wanted, but I got a lot more opportunities than a fucking blinking non-actor with fucking as many fucking pussy lip jokes as I have. Yeah, but you're, but you're, you're, you sound like you're fucking, there's a suicide letter somewhere we have to find. I mean, it's not, dude, it's not over. Yeah. No, it's I, not over by a long shot. And I feel like you're just coming off a pandemic. You're coming off of this... You're on a show five days a week, right? Yeah, four. Four days a week. And that actually consumes a lot of the things you could be doing. If you didn't have that show, you would have been forced to do something else. That's right. You would have been forced to write stuff, sell stuff, and I'm sure you would have been in the mix a little more. Those guys that you're talking about had to go into film and TV and 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 sell things. You had this, you had a what, like golden handcuffs. You know what I mean? With this show. I mean, what are you going to do? Throw this amazing opportunity away and something that you're, 
you know, not to jerk you off, but you're really good at. Thank you. Um, so, I mean, what are you going to do when the Jim and Sam thing or the, the radio thing's over? Are you going to do radio forever? I mean, obviously, if Jim and Sam ended, um, I would just podcast or do something. Because Would I you try to get your own show? Yeah. I mean, I, again, I like working with, with Sam. We get along. It's easy. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun gig. You're just talking to your stupid friends. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I would do. I would find something else in broadcasting, though, because I do like talking. Um, I know what I'm good at, and I know what I'm not good at. Right. Um, so I would try to find something that suited my strengths, if possible. And here's the thing, too, dude, that you don't you do Jim Norton, the 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 comic that everybody knows on behind a paywall on Sirius Satellite Radio. Right. If you did a podcast as you, like say. So, you know, whatever, God forbid, Jim and Sam ends and it will someday. Everything comes to an end sure. and you're going to have to be out there on your own. That might be the thing. I mean, look at Billy, Billy's podcast, him just sitting home on a Zoom going, dude, you know what? Fucking no, fuck you. All right, whatever. That that made him huge. Yep. Uh, so who the fuck knows when you, I mean, being where you're at right now is great and you make great money. But, you know, when you're done with this, whenever that is, you're going to go on to something else. It's got to be something else. You're going to and you're a great writer, too. You don't write. You've never pitched shows, have you? Yeah, I did pitch one that oh. I really liked. The one you read um, that, oh, yeah. that and I was going to do it as an animation. I really like that one still. I'd still like to do something in an animation with that um, because I think it's uh, pretty well written. I have like 11 episodes or 10 episodes written. Um, eventually my goal is to still do something with that, but no, I, I don't pitch shows. I, I, I'm too impatient to fucking write one. And I just, I like doing what we do. I like every morning. It's just different. Even when it's the same boring show, like even when we're talking about the same thing we talked about yesterday, it's still different. You're still saying something for the first time that day. Yeah. It feels like if again, your mind has to work a certain way. I just like that. It's hard to be structured. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. hate, it. I hate I structure. You don't like structure, but you no, have I structure. It. I know a lot of it. I, a lot, I need it because I'm fucking, you know, I, you know, we are. I'm, I'm terrible without it. Like, you know, morning radio really changed my life because I couldn't ride around all night anymore. I couldn't, you know, you, you have to get back on a, like a, a normal schedule. You go to the bank, you get a mortgage. All this fucking shit normal people do was because of morning radio because I had to be up. Right. So I, I love the fact that I have that. It forces me to do stuff. Right. And then, you, but you don't even tour anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going out uh, uh, August 13th, 14th in Madison for Comedy on State. Love and that I have club. A, I've never done it. Dude, you're going to fucking, it's the best club and they treat you the best. Good. And the, and the fans are fucking amazing. Yeah. It's a really, I mean, probably top five in the country. I hear it's really great. Yeah. And I'm. Um, you should have them take you to a house. What is it? The house on the hill? I believe it's called. What is it? Uh, it's out there. It's around thirty-five minutes from the club. Uh, see if they'll want the 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 people that work there are all fucking great, and some of them are comedians, and they'll take you out there. Uh, I think it's the House on the Hill, uh, Mush in uh, Wisconsin, or somebody bring it up. Uh, house on a Rock or House on the Rock? Oh yeah, right here. This is uh, no, okay, yeah. See it right there, House on the Rock. That's what it's yeah. called. Yeah, bring this up. This guy. This fucking guy made this house in the middle of nowhere. That's cool. And you go in it, and uh, it's it's 
like going into another fucking universe, man. Wow. I mean, there's all these optical illusions. The things that he built are just fucking amazing. And uh, cool. it goes on forever and ever and ever. And he used to have orgies there. He used to have like all kinds of uh, uh, sex things that Sucks happened. to miss the orgy days, doesn't it? They just on the <laughs> tourist day. Hey, we're going to look at this and get a brochure. Wouldn't it be nice to have been there for the orgy days? Yeah, I mean, I really can't fucking do an orgy, dude. I can't. My my, I don't. I wasn't blessed with a piece. You know, I would have to like back when I was in my twenties and early thirties, I could do an orgy day. Now, I'd have to fluff. Yeah, you know, for a while. Yeah, I've thought of that. Like even on the road, if a girl's like, "Hey, I just want to blow you," I'll never tell anybody. I'd have to be like, "All right, I'll be back in a couple minutes. I got to go baby wipe my dick because I just did an hour on stage and it was inside my body. I have to make sure there's no, you know, fucking." Yeah, dough smelling. Yeah, balls and then get it out, and then I'd have to lie flat on a bed and just let my chubbness rest, and then push it down. I mean, it's just so much. The whole thing. it's an operation. It's an operation. It's not yeah. a good piece anymore. Yeah, I don't have a good piece, and I know we're going dirty now. But seriously, it's. I was thinking about this the other day. It's, it's sad that my sex days are over. My good fun awful sex days are over um i'm not gonna do any more weird shit there's no more anything with my butt happening because i don't know what it looks like up there yeah um there's no more randomness anymore no girl there's no girl that really wants to fuck around and if she does you know there's there's something up with her you know what i mean i'm I'm a little like uh what's up you know i guess sex is just with my wife now which is you know it's fine. It's cool, but it's, yeah. you know, it's not, I mean, what am I going to do? What am I, what are we going to do? We're not going to do anything crazy anymore. Dom will tell me to go fuck myself. Yeah. You know, she, her hamstrings are dead. You know what I mean? Just fucking awful. I'd have to send her to therapy, you know, just to get her legs in shape enough to stay on top for more than a minute and a half before she goes, ah, yeah. you know, she's almost 50. Her knees are giving out. It's, it's just, it sucks. It sucks. And it, I wish, you know, I look back on all the stuff we did because we had a lot of, we lived in a very good sex time. Yeah. The 90, 80s and 90s and er, in early 2000s, thank God, girls were into crazy shit like guys. I, I've been jerking off lately with my dick soft just to do it. <laughs> it's like a gummy worm and I'm just shaking it and cum is getting all over my side. It's fucking awful. Why? It's, I'm why, just doing soft. it like literally why? soft. Why? I, I'm an asshole. It's just, it's soft. I'm just trying to tug. It's like where you got to tug and you got to grab under the helmet and just tug like that. Like, what are you trying to just not eat? Just go have some soup. I'm I mean, just, go do something else. I just want to come. And I'm just like, but why do you, what is the come thing? It's the, it, when you come, uh, I mean, what, what, like, what is that? I mean, what is it? To some people, it's a beverage. No, but (laughs) (laughs) speaking of beverages, I have to do this ad real quick. All right, listen. Now open Wicked Good Wholesome Furniture. Come in, and Wicked Good Deals will uh, be be bestowed upon you. Right now, Wicked Good Wholesome Furniture. They have brand names at 70% off. You believe 70%? I mean, what are you just giving it away? What the hell? 70%? That's amazing. Uh, off regular retail prices, they carry Ashley, uh, Catnapper, 
Jackson, Universal, Nationwide, and so much more furniture for all your rooms in the house, bedroom, dining room, living room, game room, every goddamn room, 80% off all brand name mattresses too. And the best memory foam prices in the tri-state area, dude. Now don't be wicked pissing. Get your smart ass over here and uh, just see what they got. It's over there in Phillipsburg uh, Bridge, right over the Phillipsburg Bridge. They're located at 316 Town Center Boulevard, Easton, PA. Easton, I love that little town. What a good little fucking town that is. Dude. Also, check out their website, wickedgoodfurniture.com. Or just give them a call, 610-438-4829. Mention the podcast, you know what, dude? And get free delivery and free setup. Uh, and they they look forward to seeing you over there. So get over there. Wicked Good Wholesome Furniture, you fucking cocksuckers. Um, Eastern Pennsylvania is where Larry Holmes is from. Is it really? Yeah, and there used to be a strip club across the the bridge in Phillipsburg, New Jersey, called the Boxcar. What an awful gig! They did comedy. You, it was like totally nude strip club, and you could right. bring your own liquor. Jesus! And there was like biker gangs <laughs> that used to hang out. They bring there. their own chairs too. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck, dude, you do it Thursday, Friday, Saturday because the, the bouncers got oh. sick of the dancers, so they just wanted comedy. You have to do four 10-minute sets in front of the same audience. One at seven, one at eight, one at nine, one at ten. Either that or eight, nine, ten, and eleven. You it was horrible. And you did it. I did it. It wasn't even a lot of money. It was like 500 bucks for three nights, like total. Did you get tips like the, the strippers? No, I, I don't even think I ever fucked one of them. I, I might have hit on a few. I got a few lap dances, but I don't even think I ever pulled a stripper out of there. You walked out of there with 28 bucks? Yeah. Because <laughs> you fucked I threw it right back in. Yeah. Oh, my God. I stink with dancers. I never had a rap for dancers, ever. I never had a rap for dancers, except for one. I got one. Uh, I, I was, um, Jesus Christ. Okay. I was at a strip club, uh, the Cabaret, Route 1 in, in, um, in Boston. They had the uh, downtown strip clubs and they had one on Route 1. The Golden Banana was the big, you know, crazy one. Cabaret was the rock and roll. This microphone fucking blows, by the way. It keeps falling down. I, I hate this. Um, what? Yeah, but the, okay. Um, I know. How about a knife to fix it now, maybe? Uh, no? Thanks. Um, it keeps going down on me. Um, like my penis. Now I know how my wife feels. Um, yeah, the cabaret was the rock and roll one. And uh, I went in there when I, I fucking hate strip clubs. I never liked them. I don't yeah. know. I go there. My friends would love to go. I don't like spending money. I don't, I don't like gambling. I don't like any of that shit where I'm just throwing money out the window. I'd yeah. rather buy some horse shit. I'd rather buy a gadget or something like that, that I have. And uh, we, we come in. Uh, stripping, you know, all that shit. Girls, 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 all that shit back in the day. And then all of a sudden, the whole place goes quiet and the lights dim and uh, a ballet song came on. And I was like, what the fuck is it? We're all looking around and this girl came out and did this interpretive dance. She was beautiful, blonde, but not like young, almost middle-aged. Like maybe, you know, every, all the other chicks like 22, 23. Yeah. She's like 31, 30. Maybe between 31 and 35. Yeah. Uh, blonde girl, short hair, shoulder length, like short hair, little titties, like little titties. Ah. <laughs> I know. Came out and did this fucking dance and blew everybody away. 
Like when she was done, we were all stunned. Like we just saw f- like a circus Olay type of show. Sure. We all put money up. There was like just ones and tens and twenties up all over the fucking frame of the stage. By the way, how sad is that? You saw what she wanted her life to be. She wanted to be a ballet dancer mm-hmm. and you saw what she wanted it to be. Yeah. And like, this is where she was using it. Yeah. And here's a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up and snatch it up because the other girl's coming back up. Yeah. As soon as the other girl came out, we all took our money back. Whoever, whoever, did, if she didn't, well, whoever's money that she didn't take, the other girl came out and we took our money back. Like, fuck you. You're yeah. not just getting that. And so I think it was like two months later, I go to acting class. Guess who's in my acting class? Ah. And, and my, my teacher put us together and we wound up hooking up and it was, it was one of the best sexual experiences. Did you tell her you saw her in the club? No, I'm not a fucking moron. No, she knew. She knew that I knew she was a stripper, but she didn't know that I had a moment. I didn't want to be like, I saw you dance and it was amazing. You affected me. She'd be like, all right, fucking pussy. Like the end of Sixth Sense, she says she saw you dance. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember we I fucked it up so bad. I I was sitting we we had sex and we had sex in my roommate's bed because I was fucking living on a papasan. Remember the papasans from Pier 1? No. It was like a round, it was like a bamboo bed. Oh, and it was yeah. round. Yeah, I got a deal on a papasan, so I had that as my bed for a while. It was just terrible. Couldn't fuck on it. Yeah, right. those things. Oh god. <laughs> but I had a bigger one. I had a bigger papasan. And uh I remember I was fucking in my roommate's bed, but he had a, I think he had a, like the springs were just ridiculous. So I was fucking, we were fucking and she would bounce and then bounce back into me. So I couldn't get a rhythm. So I was, I know I was banging her awful. Yeah. And, uh, and then uh, I had this thing around my neck of rings from other girls. And she goes, what's that? I go, this is rings from these are girls I used to date. And, um, it was like three rings on it at the time. And then the next time we saw each other, she gave me a ring and I was like, oh, thanks. And I put it on there and it was, she was testing me to see if I put it on there. Like I was one of those girls. Like she wanted me to go, no, you're not that. Do you know what oh. I mean? And she never talked to me again. I was so sad. And then later I talked to her and she was like, yeah, you put that ring on your necklace. And I was just one of those girls. I was Conquest. Like, yeah. I was like, no, you weren't. You were the hottest chick I ever dated. I would have fucking, I would have come to you and left it and married you and lived happily ever after. We could have done real estate together in Boston and been moguls by now and had some stupid boat and we could have had fucking, I mean, all kinds of great shit and our kids would be awesome and they'd know things and, you know, we'd be able to do weird sex and, uh, you know. You wouldn't uh, like it that she came home with her fucking pussy smelling like fingernails. So what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm stuck. I'm, I'm now with a Polak that never touches my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch goes to sleep at eight. <laughs> fucking hairs up all the time. You know what, I mean? <laughs> what am I going to do? She sleeps in a fucking bunk bag with an eight year old more than she sleeps with me. Yeah. I'm with a Bernadoodle fucking getting farts in my face all night. God damn it. <laughs> no, I love Dawn. I love her. But, you know, the things we could have had. You ever think back at the girl, the one that got away? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but again, I also, I, I, what they call euphoric recall. I do that if I like jerk off to old pictures or texts, yeah. which I've deleted because I was, I realized like, oh yeah, this girl was so fucking sexy. How did I blow this? But then I'm like, no, no, but when you were with her, you didn't want it to be more. 
Mm. You had this chance and you didn't want it. Not that I didn't like her, but I was either too addicted to to newness or we didn't get along like that or whatever. Like I, I, I idealize it when I look back, but no, because if I wanted that, I would have done that. Like that's how it is with that girl. Like you, you could have made that work if you really wanted to. I did, dude. I didn't know I was being tricked into some necklace horse shit. Yeah. I didn't know she was fucking pulling a, you know, bang bullet. But I mean, look, if I wound up with her, I remember when I went to her house too, though, she had this above her little mock fireplace, this guy with like a six pack shredded in like, it looked like Marky Mark in that Calvin Klein ad. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, where'd you get this cheap art? She goes, that's my ex-boyfriend. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yep. And then I looked at me and I was, I mean, I was in okay shape, but I've never looked like that. Right, right, right. That's yeah. like my, I was like, that, that'd be my goal to look yeah. like that. I mean, I was just pretty much, you know, straight. Yeah. With no horse shit. And, you know, God forbid. I'm, I always wonder what she looks like now. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, yeah, she's probably the same. Yeah, she's probably hot, but, you know, she's 51. Yeah, but I always look at, you know, I feel bad for girls that <laughs> like see me now. Ah, just dude. I mean, if you've seen me back when I was twenty, I did even thirty. I was. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, I saw a photo the other day. I was with three girls in the photo. I had full hair. I was just gorgeous back in Boston, and every girl, all three girls in the photo, we were together sexually. Yep, we did weird shit with, and those days are gone. Yep, like that. That it's just it's. But at least you had them. You know, at least I had the experiences I had, or you had them. A lot of people never have those experiences. A lot of guys date one or two women and, and never they never get to try that stuff and realize. So at least you got to experience it. Yeah, this, I, I want to get a shirt with all the variations of me. I mean, look at the that's, size of that head. That's a funny shirt. Yeah, just all this Puerto Rican Bob, this happy comedian Bob. Look down the bottom. There's fucking... Uh, there's, no, down the left. Yeah, look at the left one. That Holy one with shit. the red behind is shoot people in a theater, Bob. <laughs> look at that one. I mean, who would take that? I want to find that guy and just break his camera. <laughs> I mean, Norton, what the fuck? Yeah, that's a funny shirt, though. Yeah, I, I'm going to get all the variations of my stupid head. Yeah, it's a great idea. Um, yeah, I guess. And, and it's weird, too, because you should have one on each shirt as well. What do you mean? Uh, fat Bob, pretty Bob, ugly Bob. Like make each shirt a, va- a variation of you just kind of joking about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Intense Bob. Yeah. This this sexy Bob. S.A. Right. Bob. Sexy S-A Bob is Bob. over there. Look at sexy Bob. Where's sexy Bob? Over to the left. Down, 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 down. Right there. That's, That's sexy. sultry Bob. Oh, is that sultry Bob? Yes. Yeah, sultry oh, look Bob. At, look, at, look at the other Bob though. Look at sexy Bob. Finger Bob. Yeah, finger point Bob. Yeah, and then yeah. there's Puerto Rican Bob. There's S.A. Bob. Up, up. See there right in the middle with the hat? Not yeah. that hat. No, that's that's Cuban Bob. Yeah. That's that's, that's, that's Puerto Cuban Rican Bob. Bob. There's, there's Cuban Bob's right over there. Why with don't the, you make the, these shirts? It's so funny. Yeah. Even if you sold one, who cares? It's so the, funny to have. There's Fat Magician Bob in the middle. <laughs> Ta-da. That's <laughs> funny. Fucking piece of shit that's I funny. have. <laughs> <laughs> I made numbers on the scale up here. <laughs> <laughs> ah, look at the look at go up. Would you, do you have you seen it? This, uh, magician. <laughs> ah, look at the look at the meat thing. That's the FX one. Look at me. Oh God, that's funny, man. Yeah, there's many variations. Of, oh God, I, that's at Comic Con. You ought to get uh, that uh, one too. By the way, the the acting one that, down right there, fucking Sphinx Bob. Oh that, oh dude. <laughs> That's that's uh that's romantic lead Bob. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that that's Dylan. That's Dylan Bob. That's romantic lead. 
Look at that. I remember they, my hair. Look at my hair on that. It's gorgeous. It's okay. What are you talking about? Go back. Go back. You don't think, my, look at that. Click on that. That's, that's my first movie I ever did. Second movie. That's Last Night at Eddie's. I'm huge in Taiwan. Right there. Look at that. Look at Bob. Sexy Bob. I remember that fucking thing. I lost 30 pounds to do that movie. Wow. 30 pounds in a month. 30 pounds in a month. The director said, you are the guy, but you're too fat to be a romantic lead. And uh, and uh, I go, just give me just give me a month. I'll do it. He goes, I'm going to do it. I'll give you a month. And I came in with a six pack. Wow. A month later, I fu- he goes, did you do a roids or steroids? You do a... I go, no, I just fucking, I started running the night I left here. I started running and uh, I could only run a half a mile without dying. And then I just, by the end of it, I could run five miles. I was just running and eating chicken, eating oranges, chicken and vegetables for a month. And I came back in shredded. Yeah, It's such a fucking thing with weight. I know, you it's get, hard. Did you gain weight during you the- You know I did. Look at me. I, right, fucking, I just wanted you to say it. Of course I did. <laughs> I put on, not as much as I thought. Though. I put on 12 pounds. I thought I put on more. Um, it was just all in my neck and tits. Um, <laughs> I was trying to talk about that on stage tonight that it sucks that weight gain. It's not, it's not a fair thing. Like we never gain weight in your dick. You don't get your genitals stay the same. You never see just a fat pussy or just a big walking to one <laughs> or a fat a fat thing your ears never gain weight yeah. so you just get this big fat head with your little tiny <laughs> fucking ears that are supposed to be you know your feet fat people's feet always just stay little well they point out too yeah they're just a little fat foot it just stops right at the ankle and then you get this little you know size seven woman's foot <laughs> with a fucking 900 pounds above it you know what i mean yeah, you're right. I did put a little bit on, but I don't really care. I care a little. I want to lose 12. I don't I don't want to get emaciated like I was. Cause I look at old pictures and I look like fucking, I look like somebody in a hospital bed in some of those pictures. <laughs> Dude, 12 pounds for me. I mean, I haven't had a carb or a sugar in a month. And I was so sad today. I mean, I went to meet uh, Louie and Joe List and Sarah. At a diner. They were like, meet us over at the diner, the Waverly Diner. I walked in uh, and there was somebody else sitting at the table. So the booth had four people. So I sat at the two booth right across from them. I sat down and I couldn't fit in the booth. I had to sit sideways. I just went, fuck this. And I got up and left. You left? I just left. I didn't say anything. They were texting me. Hey, come back. We'll we'll get a bigger table. I'm like, where? Where? What what are you going to do? You're going to call an engineer? Yeah. To fucking unweld the table from the floor. Yeah. I just left. It's just, it, it, it's the hardest. I mean, there's Fat Norton. Jesus yeah. Christ, Jim. Yeah. You lost a lot of weight, dude. Yeah. At one point, I was a, I was a pig. Dude. Oish. That doesn't even look like you. Look at the one to the left. Down the left, down the thing. You know, not that one. You know which one. I mean, what the fuck? How do you do that? Yeah, I was a real fucking blubber neck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. It's, and then it, there was fucking Aidsy Jim in that long sleeve shirt. Where's that? Oh, yeah. You look fantastic in that shirt. I know. Shirt. I know. I like that. Picture. Oh, my God. Was that when you were doing the whole 30? Yeah, that's when I was really skinny. I was almost a little too skinny there. Like, I, I a little bit of weight. Like, like when you see that light blue shirt, top right by Imus. 
that I'm too skinny in that picture. My head looks weird. What do you mean? Like, I feel like I'm too skinny in that picture. I don't like how that looks. I don't know. I thought you look, I think you look pretty good in that picture. I do. I too. mean, you're better than that blue shirt underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, Jesus picture. Christ. That's who you're supposed to be. My, my mouth <laughs> looks bad. My mouth looks stupid. That's the guy you're supposed to be working in a, in a convenience store in somewhere in Jersey. Yeah. And your mom comes in. Can you bring me back some cigarettes? All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, look at the one over there. The one over there. Left. Go left. Keep going. Right? No. Nope. You know. Back. No. No. Right there. No. Right there. Right there. I mean, who the fuck takes these pictures? Yeah, I don't know. You should be able to sue them. I mean, the fucking guy who took that, whoever that piece of shit is. And then he did a filter on it so he could really... But he does just, me a favor, though, because I can remember what a pig I look like. I mean, look at the contrast he put in the photo for your neck. I mean, there's so much contrast. I mean, you're you're a photographer. This guy's an asshole. This guy fucked him. He could have lightened that up on the neck. Yeah, the neck looks like a looks like the brick wall behind him. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Christ. All right, listen, we're going to go into the extra overtime yep. right now. Um I, I want to continue to talk about your characters. Sure. Because I want to I want to find out where the fuck this is going. And people think that I, I'm joking around when I hate Chip. Yeah. And they think that maybe my my disdain for Doug Bell is somehow You don't like Doug Bell? I want to talk to you about it's affecting my life. <laughs> it's affecting my shows. Yeah. And I know this is going to be, this is going to hurt me. What I should do is keep my mouth shut, but I'm not, I'm going to yeah. talk to you about it. Uh, I want to thank everybody who tuned in. Uh, I want to make sure you go to Mike V Suarez, check him out. He's going to be traveling all over the country. Where are, we, where are you going to be, Mike? I'll be uh, in uh, August twelfth uh, through the fourteenth. I'll be with you at the uh, Comedy Connection in Rhode Island. Uh, the next week, I'll be at the Laugh Out Loud in San Antonio, and the week after that, I'll be at the Creek in the Cave in Austin with Rich Voss, and then Side Splitters with you in September. Uh, and where am I going to be? You're going to be next week. East uh, Comedy Connection. And, uh, Why is Rhode that Island. funny? I said it twice. Oh, <laughs> you did you say yours or mine? Did you say mine? I said I said I was going to be with you. I'm saying yeah, yours right now. Yeah, but fuck you for me. This well, is for me. Yeah. Okay. No, I just felt silly. No, don't be silly. <laughs> That's what the show's all about. And then uh, you're going to be in the, at the Philadelphia Punchline Thursday, August 26th through the 28th. Comedy Works Saratoga Springs September 2nd through the 4th, and again Side Splitters September 10th through the 12th. There you go. Uh, RobertKellyLive.com. Go to ComicWearables.com. Check out all our merchandise. You can get the uh, Mike Calter shirt, the Calter and Kelly stickers. They got Dan Soda up there. We should make a Norton. You want a Norton shirt? Spaghetti I shirt? Have. I already have shirts. Um, Look at the... Oh, look at that one. Click on that one. What's that right there? Wait, right there, right there. What's that say? No, in the middle one. Right there. What does that say? Lower stock. <laughs> Limited stock. Not lower stock. What's that say? Oh, F. Doug Bell's shirt. Yep. Oh, there you go. Get yourself a nice one of those fucking shirts. Uh, Sister Ping, everything. YKWD, YKWD hat. All that stuff is up there. Calter and Kelly. You got the Pancake Sunday little package deal. 
uh, comicrebels.com. Go check it out. Get your stuff. Wear them to the show. I'll give you a big hug. How's that sound? And make sure what else? Jim Norton, what do you got going on? Where are your shows? I don't know. Just Madison in two weeks, the 13th, 14th, wherever else. I don't even know. Madison, Wisconsin. You, other gigs. you have to go check him out. He, uh, I had a blast, man. I'm glad you came on yeah, tonight. very fun. And uh, I'm very hungry. I know. You look hungry. I can tell when your blood sugar dies. Yeah. Why don't we eat dinner somewhere? Right now? Yeah. Well, uh, where? I don't know. We'll find a place. New York. Yeah, that's great. Let's go. I'll buy you dinner. All right. We'll eat, we'll eat uh, healthy, though. I'm eating healthy. Right. Even though I don't look like I'm eating healthy. It's 10, 15. We'll see what's open. All right. We'll see what's open. Uh, Jim Norton, jimnorton.com. Go for there for all his stuff. Go to his website, his YouTube. Check out the Chip Chipperson podcast. Yes. I don't want to promote Doug Bell, but it's he's a, on Chip's podcast. Unfortunately. Bell, he fucked the Bellcast. Is it, what is it? The Bellcast. Ugh. <laughs> fucking hate him. Yeah. I hate that he gave me a nickname. Yeah. I hate that the fans glom on the shirts. It. The people love the shirts. The people, the shirts are everywhere. Yeah. I looked out in the crowd and the face is the is the, is like the, the whole shirt. Fucking stinks. All right, listen, we gotta read these names. Can you read these names as as Doug? Uh I don't have the hat, but it would just be uh Alex Burgos. Uh Dimitri uh I knew a guy named Dimitri. Oh god, it's gonna take too long. I can't do it as Doug. New chip. Uh Dimitri fucking Zagonis. What uh, uh uh fucking Roderick Lee Wells? What do you fucking got water in you or something? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fucking Sean Ryan. Uh um uh. John P. Hey, who's your best friend? Fucking Jeff shit. <laughs> fucking Robert Cordova. Alejandro. Fucking, uh, what are you, a Lady Gaga song or something? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they always just leave you wanting, don't they? Yeah, that's it. Alejandro Restepro oh, or God. Restrepo. I hate the way he capitalized his last name. I I fucking hate you so much. It's weird to do without the wig. <laughs> it's, it's weird so, to hear you say that. I know. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, make sure you check out. I uh, Thanks to all the Patreon members. I mean, remember, this last uh, 25 so minutes was for you only. Robert Kelly, uh, patreon.com slash Robert Kelly. Hope you guys enjoyed watching this live. Go to YouTube. Make sure you click subscribe. Hit the subscribe button if you're on YouTube. I mean, we should have done this before the subscribe shit, but we didn't do it. Anyways, um, and if you're a Patreon member, please spread the word. Tell everybody about it. Yep. Come see me live, robertkellylive.com. I'll be at the Comedy Connection in Rhode Island coming up. I'm going to the Philly, uh, Philly Punchline. I am also going uh, to, where the fuck, uh, Atlantic City's coming up. I'm going to be in Connecticut's coming up. I have so many shows coming up. Go to my website and come see me fucking live. Make sure you also go check out Carlton and Kelly. Uh, on the uh, thing. And Mike V. Suarez will be with me in the Comedy Connection. Make sure you check out at Vi Mike V. Suarez. Nicole, what do you got? Um, my Instagram is Nicole C. Lyons. My website is NicoleLyons.co. Yeah, check her out for any production needs. You might need it for a little podcast you are out there. Yeah. And we got little Max behind there too, right? Yeah. I have a, a monthly show at Mel's Burgers on the Upper East Side. It's going to be the last Wednesday of the month. Yeah, I mean, if you if you have nothing else to do, go check that out. Um, no, I'm kidding. Go check out, of course, uh, my boy Seth, Last Ex Witness. Check him out. I mean, I'm telling you, 
If you have any needs, go to his uh, YouTube page, go to his Instagram, go to his, uh, his, his, his fl- fl- what the fuck is it called? Fl- Twitch. This guy is, he's the one who set me up. The lighting, the camera, he, he I mean, everything made me look the way I look. Made we, uh, this not a ringing story. endorsement. But not physically. Oh. You make me sound like a whore right now. Like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's, I'm, I'm trying to give you a plug. Back the fuck off. Um, I mean, get on. Uh, don't ruin your own plug, stupid. Um, fucking goddamn camera guys don't know when to shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, he. You comedians don't know how to make yourselves look good. So yeah, I'm, I'm trying gonna, to help you, you I'm fucking cunt. Ah, uh, relax. This is breathe, his problem. Breathe, this is his breathe, fucking problem. Breathe. We're breathe. ending the show, stupid. <laughs> oh, fucking asshole jumps in now. I uh, yeah, he's fucking. Gr- I mean, fuck him. <laughs> hey, fuck him. Go fuck himself. Place looks good. There you go. Oh, Aunt, why? What the fuck is that? Uh, anyways, check him out. Uh, if you need any, if you need anything, if you want to fucking look good and you want to, and you're on the internet, you need to check him out. Last ex witness on everything. He is the motherfucker, even though he's kind of a cunt right now. What are you going to say? Go ahead. Say something. Uh, thank you so much, Robert. That's much better. I like that. <laughs> um, Norton, I love you, buddy. I love you. Uh, that's it, right? Oh, All right. Check it out. We'll see you guys next week. You know what, dude? <laughs> to the YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs.